right. Well, first of all, I'd just like to say thank you like so much uh, for just really the opportunity for me to get to be here um, speaking in front of you. Like this is uh, just a really big honor for me. And, and so, and honestly, this ministry and Paul, um, and just a lot of you um, in here, I've got to know you a little bit. Uh, y'all have been such a big encouragement to me, a big blessing to me. And, and honestly, I'd say that I would not be where I am if it wasn't for y'all. And so, yes, I do say y'all. I'm from Arkansas. Okay. Uh, if you say it, then that's good. All right. Hey, let, let me pray and we'll get started. Okay. Let's pray. All right, so Father, I just want to come to you today, um, and I thank you so much for um, all that you're doing here, and, and Father, I pray that uh, tonight, God, would be a night where, God, we would look, uh, Father, who you are, um, and see your character, and God, God, be, God be changed by it. And, and that, Father, that tonight will be a night, it's not, it's, it's not just, oh, yeah, we're just going to listen to your word, Father, but I pray that tonight, um, God, will be a night where, where you would show us who you are. Um, and so, God, we trust you. Um, and, and, Father, just as the song says, God, you are good um, all the time. And, and so, Father, use this time. Do as you please with it. Get me out of the way if you have to. I pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. So when I was a freshman in college, I liked a girl, and, and she was cute, you know? And so uh, when I was walking in the cafeteria one day, I noticed, this is prime opportunity, everybody, she was sitting by herself, and she just got her food. So, so I'm over here, and I just, I walk in, and I'm just sweaty palms, everything like that. Um, really awkward guy at the time. I'm still awkward, but that's okay. Um, and so, so I'm walking up. Uh, I'm just like, Jordan, you can do this. You can do this. I walk up to her, and I just say, hey, how are you doing today? Not that confident. Anyways, um, <laughs> and, and she says, good, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, you sitting with anybody? No, I'm not sitting with anybody. Um, mind if I sit by you? Sure. So, so I get my stuff, I sit down right in front of her, uh, we're talking, right, and you get, you, you ask these questions like you regularly would anybody else, those important questions, right, like, what's your major, what year are you in, what's your number, just kidding, we're not going to do that one, uh, so, so as we're asking these, I come to this question, so what do you like to do, and let me just pause right there, we're going to get back to this, okay, Couple things about myself. Um, I like doing a lot of things. I like hiking. I like playing sports. Um, I like to um, play video games if you want. I don't really know. I just like hanging out with people, so I like doing a whole bunch of things. The one thing, one thing I do not like to do, and hear me out, as soon as I walk out this door, if you ask me to do this tomorrow morning, I will not. That's called running, okay? So, so. I, I do not understand the people in this room that's just like, oh my gosh, running's just so fun. It's like, it's not like, you're, you're putting one foot in front of the other on a treadmill or like outside. I mean, it's, uh, it's not my thing. So I don't like it now. I don't like it back then. Well, we're going to get back to this. Okay, so I ask her, so what do you like to do? Guess what she says? I love to run. Guess what I say? Me too. <laughs> Me too. 
ladies and gentlemen, that relationship did not work out. So, uh, <laughs> so, and the reason why I tell this to you is because relationships cost. They do, okay? So, and if you, if you um, don't believe me, well then, let me just give you an example. Some of you have some friends right now, okay? And you know, some of your friends aren't necessarily the smartest, maybe. Um, they, might, they might not, who knows, maybe you're that friend, but who knows, it really doesn't matter. Um, I, I know I'm that friend, okay? So, and so one day you go out and you go eat. Oh man, I forgot to bring my wallet. You being a good friend, what do you do? I got you. Oh yeah, hey thanks man, I'll Venmo you. Will he? It costs. Relationships cost, right? Some of you, you're at that stage. You've been dating this girl now, right? Um, for a while now, and you go, you went to Jared's. You, you went to Jared's, and you, you look through this stained glass, and you go, hmm. Look at that price tag, <laughs> right? Relationships cost, but the thing about it is, is a lot of us don't really feel it when we're hanging out with our close friends, when we want to buy a ring for the person that we love, and the reason why we don't feel it all too much is because, and get this, it's because we understand that if we like a certain individual, if we enjoy their company, if we want to get to know them, the cost really doesn't seem all that much. It doesn't, and, and for me, when I was, uh, when I said me too, even though it costs me to run and that relationship didn't work out, what happened was my, that, the burden of me running and the cost of me running turned into a convenient opportunity for me to get to know somebody that I liked, right? And the reason why I share this with you is because relationships cost, and just as relationships cost, so do our relationship with Jesus. It does, right? And so the only problem with it, and if we were honest with ourselves, the, the only problem with it is that sometimes, man, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. And, and so for some of you, you might be walking with God for a while now, and, and you've been doing all these things for him, and you've been going to this, you went to Hume Break, you went to this, you tabled, you did all these things, and... And man, it's exhausting. It's a burden. And if you were really deep down and honest with yourself, you're thinking over here, man, is Jesus really worth it? And because it doesn't feel like it right now. Maybe some of you, that's not it. Maybe you uh, just started your relationship with God and you're coming to the realization that this, following Jesus, is going to have to re like it's going to reshape your life. There are some priorities in your life right now that are gonna have to flip around. There's some ways you spend your resources. There's some things that you do with your time um, that it's going to have to change if you want to grow with your relationship with God. And some of you, you're not even at that point yet. You don't even, uh, you're not even following Jesus. Uh, you're, you're kind of thinking about it, but you really don't know. But what it is, it's like you got all these commitments right there. And you know, you just, man, I just really don't want another commitment. What do I, what do, I do? And that thought crossed your mind, you know, I want to follow Jesus, but, but man, is he worth it? Is he worth it? So that's the question we have to ask ourselves. Um, one, one quote, as a missionary, uh, one quote actually, um, he said this, and he was a missionary for uh, about 13 years, and uh, this, his name is not up there, but let me just read this to you, and some of you guys may resonate with this. 
It says this, God's demand of me was so high and his opinion of me was so low that there was no way for me to live except under his frown. All day long, he nagged at me. Why don't you pray more? Why don't you witness more? What, um, why, when will you ever learn self-discipline? How can you allow yourself to indulge in, uh, in such wicked things? Do this, do that, yield, confess, work harder. Most of all, I had a God who down underneath considered me less than dirt. And I believe the day in, that the day in and day out love and acceptance I long for could only be mine if I let him crush me, crush everything that was really me. And when it came down to it, I was scarcely, uh, there was scarcely a word or a feeling or a thought or a decision of mine that God really liked. And, and some of us, and we're in that spot right now, we're making that decision, hey, is God really worth it? Is Jesus really worth following? And uh, let, let me just tell you something. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about um, that. And so if you have your Bibles, you don't, that's fine. It's, in this, it's on screen or like, you know, in your little pamphlet thing. Um, it's Hebrews chapter 11. So Hebrews chapter 11, we're going to talk about that. And uh, for real, we're just going to be real honest tonight, okay? Um, and so Hebrews chapter 11, and it says this. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. And so long, I'm just going to pause right there. So long in my life when I was following after God, that's all I read. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And I paused right there. And so what that means is, okay, without faith, it's impossible to please him. I, well, God really just wants me to please him then. Well, why does he want me to uh, want, wanna, want him to be pleased? Well, I really don't know, but I guess it takes faith. Well, what is faith? Well, uh, I guess put myself in really uncomfortable situations that might hurt me, right? And, and so I looked at that and I go, okay, well, I'll do it, all right, because I got to please him. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to obey him. And all the while I was living, I was thinking I was living under his frown. When, when he was saying, Jordan, I got to do more. Oh, I got a little checklist over here. Check, check. Uh, your makeup day today. Um, and, and here's the thing. All the while I thought I was living that way, um, that God's character was like that. Until you keep on reading. And some of us, I pray that tonight will be the night where, where you would see something beautiful. Because um, if you keep on reading, it says this, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists, and don't miss this, and that he rewards those who seek him. Rewards those who seek him. That without faith, it is impossible to please him. He wants to be pleased. How does that work? If I draw near to him and believe that he's going to reward me for seeking him. Guess what? God is a God right now that's looking down. He's not saying, oh, I wish you could do this more. He's saying, listen, there is so much in store that I want to give you. That, that all the while, I'm over here and I just can't wait to give it to you. There's a face step right here. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Boom, there's something. All right, sweet. That's good. All right, and he's just trying to give you something. He's trying to reward you with what? Himself. Himself. That this relationship, that is, that's what he wants. That's what he wants. So we're going to peek into a life of this guy by the name of Abraham um, and really see what in the world he's talking about. And so we're going to move on. Um, and just before we move on from that, I just want us to know that um, we can have faith in Jesus. We can have faith in Jesus when we find out that he is for us. We can have faith in Jesus when, he finds, when we find out he is for us. So let's move on to verse number nine. It says this. 
by faith, Abraham. Hold up, one second. Sorry about that. So he says, by faith, um, he, went, he went and lived in a land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents uh, with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to a city that has foundations, whose designer and builder was God. Let me just tell you a little bit about what Abraham's life is about. So Abraham, God calls him. God calls him. He says, hey, man, I want you to go somewhere. I know you're 70 years old, but I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. You're not gonna, you don't have any kids just yet, but guess what? I'm going to give you a kid. I'm going to make a promise to you right now. Um, and Abraham's like, okay, okay, I'll go. Where do I go? You'll find out. Okay. So, all right. So he, kept, he, he goes, right? Um, but listen, he didn't go. Catch this. He didn't go because it's like, oh, my gosh, I guess this is something I have to do. Watch this. He says it right there. It says, for he was looking forward to the city that has foundations whose designer and builder was God. What he was looking forward to was a reward. He wasn't looking forward to, oh, I guess I have to please God, right? But guess what? Was it easy for him? Nah, not at all, right? So he goes and he makes tons of mistakes. You see, and you kind of think in his life, you're just like, and he left a lot of things. Well, the next chapter, he kind of sold his wife out. Um, and, then, and then, like, he um, did a whole bunch of other different things, too, that we're just not going to go into just because it's time. Um, but, but the thing about it is, it's like day in and day out, there was this struggle of, man, I'm going to have faith. Man, I'm not going to have faith. And some of us, we're in this category right now. And so some of you, you feel that way with Abraham. And, and you're just like, uh, I'm a senior. I don't know where I'm going. God. Well, show me where I'm going because I really don't know and I'm about to graduate and I don't know what to do with my life, right? Some of that's you. I know for me, when I uh, was in Arkansas and um, I just felt the Lord saying, hey, you know, um, which he didn't say it to me audibly, just saying. Anyways, I felt just leading, uh, him leading me to go to this place called Oregon, right? I was kind of like, you sure about that, right? Because it was weird. No one goes to Oregon, I'm telling you. It's so... <laughs> So, especially from Arkansas. Anyway, so, so but, but here's the thing. I asked some people around, and it was hard. It was a tough decision. Um, and then they said, yeah, I think, you, I think this is what the Lord has for you. And, and I had to take a step of faith. I had to take a step of faith. Um, I had no clue what the Lord had in store for me there. Um, and so time goes on. Abraham continued to live his life. Um, one year passed, no child. Two years passes, no child. Five years, no child. Ten years pass, no child. And you got to think at that point, he must be asking himself, is following God really worth it? Uh, and similarly, I would say, I'm not comparing myself to Abraham. I'm just telling you my story. When I came here uh, to Oregon, and there are some things that were so hard. I'm telling you, like starting a work on a campus it really doesn't have a lot of work. Um, all, by, all by myself is like incredibly difficult, just saying. Um, and not only that, there was so many times where I was just praying and I'm praying and, and just asking God, God, is this really what you want me to do? Because it really doesn't seem like it's profiting right now. God, is, is this where you really want me to go? Because it's hard. It's hard. And all the while, I'm following after him and he's just reminding me, Listen, I am worth it. Keep it going. Keep it going. 
Um, and so Abraham, he, he keeps it going. He messes up, but he keeps on going up until like uh, 30 years later when he still doesn't have a child. But guess what? His relationship with God, he's, he's like talking to God like one-on-one. He's like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Hey, I'm going to blow this place up. No, not re- like, um, like five. Uh, what about like 10 people? No. What about five? Anyways, that's uh, um, so it's just like having a conversation with him. And, and the thing about it is, is what if God's whole desire for him is so that he can have a relationship with um, God? What if that's the sole desire, that his reward not, not wasn't his kid, it was him. It was God. And, and so we fast forward all, all the way up until when he did, God did promise the child. God did promise the child. And the child, turned, uh, in his teenage years, God came to Abraham one more time. And he said, hey, man. You know your child, the one that I promised you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that you love, your only one right now. Uh, I want you to go up to this mountain, and uh, I want you to sacrifice him, Marie. Which is the weirdest thing to say, just saying, um, but that's what God did. And Abraham, at this point, if you read the scriptures um, back in the Old Testament, this is what he doesn't do. He doesn't go, Really? No, that's not what he does. He doesn't do that. By this point in his life, he's been walking with God day in, day out, failing, um, even, and even just messing up. But God has been with him every single point in his life. And by that time, read it in verse 17. It says this, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom he said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. And hear this, get this. He considered that God was able to raise him from the dead, which, from which figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. And this is, this is the thing, don't miss this. Abraham's thought process was... I've been walking with God for so long, and he hasn't failed me. He's made me a promise. He's not going to fail me now. He's not. And I trust him. And you can have faith in God because you know that he's for you. Here's the thing. God, what he wanted to do was something incredible. Because Abraham was in the act of offering up his son, and God said, no, man, it's not your son that's going to be killed. It's mine. It's going to be mine. Um, and the whole thing of this was that Abraham was experiencing something that was going to be life-changing to us today. And he got to be able to see that firsthand. Because 2,000 years ago, there was a guy by the name, uh, God came down, so God, man, Jesus Christ, that he came down and he died on the cross. And there on that cross, God said, all my wrath is going to be put on you. All your sin is going to be put on, uh, on this guy named Jesus. And on that cross, he died, and he was buried, and he rose again so that he can take our sin on himself so that we can have life now and life in eternity. So is following Jesus worth it? Is following Jesus worth it? Well, we can have faith in Jesus because we know that. He is for us. And I'll tell you just a little thing about my story. Um, we, 
when we got in, when the whole ministry was starting up and I was praying, I was sitting on the bleachers and I was just praying, uh, now football bleachers, uh, super cliche. Anyways, um, so I was praying, I was saying, God, you made a promise. You're going to save people here. God, let me be a part of something greater than myself. Um, and the team came, uh, y'all's team actually came, it was really great. Um, but um, our first ever um, Bible study that we had, um, one, one person actually didn't show up. And I was like, oh man. And so I was like nervous wrecked the entire time. We had a good time. This one person didn't show up and, and then they said, hey, I, I'm so sorry, I forgot, I forgot to show up. Uh, I said, it's okay, let me tell you about it. And we sat and we talked on the, on the same bleachers and there this person gave their life to the Lord. Um, and I just thought to myself, you are doing something here. You haven't failed me and you're not gonna fail me. Never, never. Last story and I'm done. Uh, my my uh, brother about two years ago got married and and I'll tell you this, I mean, as, as just a you know, single guy right here, I'm just like, Bro, what in the world are you thinking? So, cause track with me. He's got a girl, he's married now, and I'm just like looking at him, and I'm, bro, once you put on that ring, once you say I do, all your bro time's gonna be gone. Yeah, all your friends are gonna be like, hey, Hera, you wanna, you wanna, come, with, you wanna come hang out with us? And he's like, yeah, man, I would love to. Well, hold up for a second, let me call my wife. Hello, hey babe, can you, uh, can I go, no, uh, no, okay, okay, bye, love you too. Hey guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Not only that, right, all your time away from your friends is gone, but I'm just like thinking about it, all your time to yourself is gone too, right? You're gonna go back home and you're gonna go to your wife, right? And you're gonna sit down and you're gonna watch some TV and she's gonna be like, how was your day? And just like, no, it was fine. This isn't gonna cut it, okay? It's gonna, it's gonna be like, uh-huh, what you do this morning? What you have for lunch? What are you gonna, like, and it's gonna go on and on and on, and this isn't gonna stop. That girl over there that you see, forget about it, right? So it's gone. And you will live this thing over and over and over until you die, okay? So, if I would ask him, which I didn't, so why in the world would you do something like that? This is going to be his answer, because she's better, because she's better, and she's worth it. And I've walked with her ever since, and she loves me so much, and you know what? I can't think, I can't even think about a life without her. And my prayer for us is that whatever next face step that you'll, you'll, that you'll go do, that you will see the cost, you'll calculate it, and then you'll look up and you'll say, he's better. He's better. Whatever it is, I can do it. I can do it. Let me pray. So, Father, thank you so much for uh, what you're doing here. And, God, I pray, God, that we would see 
your work, we would see your power, we would see your glory, and God, we would look at that, and we'll, we'll see that, you'll see how much you love us, and, and God, that we would look at that, and we'll go, yes, yes, we want to follow you, and so Father, let, um, God, show that to us tonight, help us to be changed, help us to see you, help us to follow you, I pray all these things in your name, amen.